Yo, peace and love, family. It's the Hood Psychologist. I'm back at it again with the legendary Nia Queen, and this is What's Good With You podcast. We have a very special guest today. Yes, sir. Keith, good news. I'm I'm happy to be here. Y'all see this behind us? This good news? I'm happy to be here. He's the founder right here. (laughs) Mr. Good News himself. Exactly. Thank y'all. He's the brains behind the operation, and we're really, really excited to have him here today. Um... How was you guys' week this week? Uh, progressive, progressive. I'm, I'm always say it's progressive because if you ain't if you ain't living and learning in this world, then you you lacking. You know what they say you lack you out here lacking. So, you know, um, I always just try to take a progressive approach to everything that I do in my mm-hmm. life, right? And so, uh, going throughout my days, you gotta. And when you talk about progression, a lot of people just hear, see from A to B, right? Right. Nah, you gotta see from A, A and a half, A two point three, A two point two. Right. You gotta baby take steps. Your, yeah. Your baby steps. You gotta break your days down into hours, and so. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's been like for me. Real progressive. Just real, real intentionally trying to focus on baby steps, you know? Right. What about you, Keith? How you been? How's your week? Hey, man, you just hit, you got some, some powerful stuff. I don't think you even realize, bro. If I'm telling people you. listening to this, yeah. I got I to gotta point out a few things you said. One, you said progressive. Mm-hmm. And I love that because mm-hmm. I am I'm, I just three-tier, like, thing to life. It's progress, mm-hmm. you know, happiness, fulfillment. And it's like you have to go through progress is a common denominator to happiness and the happiness to come denominated fulfillment which is mm. I think what we all are really trying to get mm-hmm. is be fulfilled in this life so right. progressive is the first step you know so I love that you said yeah. that and also you said breaking your days down to hours a long time ago I read it said you know um, you know unsuccessful people think about time in, uh, in years mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. successful people think about times time in months super successful think about time in days but yep. the super 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 successful think about time in hours yep. okay. so yep. the fact that you said that is uh you know that's impactful man so thank you for putting Most that on me man. Yeah. i appreciate Most that definitely. damn I, that was powerful but uh <laughs> my week has been really good uh it's been really progressive as well uh, that's that's the best way i can't even get that out of my mind but ultimately it's been uh it's been exciting it's just been exciting it's been it's been i mean every day is just, I get today could be the day. That's how I always right. feel. Uh, today could be like the day. That. I like that every day. So I, you know that's how I feel. That's my week is. Well, is, it, is this the first week of 2020? Are we past that already? Or? Well, we're in week two. We're yeah, in week we're two. in week two. Okay. Week we're two. in week two now because technically it's Sunday. But I wish I could feel how you guys feel because <laughs> I don't feel that for the new year. Mm. I really, I, I've been feeling very like sluggish and just unmotivated mm. and. Mm. Just like new, new dreading, year, new you. I know. Just <clears throat> dreading. I, mm, I don't know. I don't know. Like I started doing my workouts in the morning because I need that extra energy. Mm-hmm. Because when I wake up on, by myself, I'm just like, oh dang, I don't want to get up. Yeah, I don't want to get out the bed. Over. But when I get my 8 a.m. workout, yeah. I feel energized and like yeah. I could, you know, get throughout the day without trying to take a nap in the middle of the mm-hmm. day. Um, but. Yeah, I wish I was where you guys were mentally but, as but why far though? as... But, but why not be where you at? That's where you're supposed to be. Right. Like, enjoy your time being unmotivated. Yeah, I guess. No, yeah. I'm so, I'm so yeah. serious. Uh-huh. Like, like if you're in it, just enjoy it. Like, right. make the best... If you're not... Like, you can sit there and dwell on how to make yourself motivated. You can right. just enjoy. Like, oh, I'm not motivated. You, you know the type of person you are. Right. Mm-hmm. So, it could just come from a long stretch of working super hard. And then be like, I'm tired. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I feel. And that's, and that's, that's how I feel. Enjoy it. Enjoy it while you're living. Trust that. Yeah. Real talk. All right. Well, yeah. thank you for that. Yeah, enjoy that. <laughs> um, 
So our first segment, hate to see it. I feel like we kind of have to talk about this because it's all over the news. It's everywhere. And of course, I'm talking about these Trump supporters storming the Capitol building. And <laughs> I, I, I hate talking about politics, but I was just really oh, like, man. wow, these people have really lost their minds. They really lost their minds. Like, how, it, it's just the level of privilege that I see. They had no fear in their eyes. They're like, we're going to do this. We're just going to storm the Capitol building. We're going to break the windows down. Mm -hmm. They have no fear because they have had that privilege for so long. Mm -hmm. They're thinking, who's, who's going to stop us? Yeah. The police is on our side. Yeah. Security on our side. I saw a video of a protester taking a picture with a policeman inside the Capitol. No, yeah. oh, I was I was bugged out when they had they brought the cameraman to the protest. Like, <laughs> who who comes to the protest with the video photographers and everything? I was like, dang, they they, they had an agenda for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was it was draining to see that on my timeline a lot though. I ain't gonna, I, I'm not gonna lie to you though, Neil. Like, it's at this point, it's not really draining to me no more. Like, mm. it's almost it's almost to the point where it's like comical. Like, I was watching it like. Yo, this is crazy. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, is it really crazy? Is it really surprising? Or is it just the same thing we keep seeing over and over and over again? Yeah. Like, there's a certain group of people in America that have enough privilege <laughs> to be able to walk in. They didn't have. To, they didn't even have to fight to get in there. Right? right? They just walked right into a building right. that's supposed to have you know secure government information in right. there. But a, a group of people without force. Without any resistance, just walk right in there. It's like no group of people. I don't care what color you are. Mm -hmm. I don't care if it's aliens. If it's something secure in, in that building, then shouldn't nobody be able to get in there. Right. right? Mm -hmm. yeah. But there's a certain group of people in America. Yeah. And it's just the same thing over and over and over to mm -hmm. where it's like, am I really surprised by this? Mm -hmm. Like, do I, am I really going to keep on putting a burden on myself to say, oh, this is, I can't believe this. I can't right. believe this is. No, this is America. That right. is America right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah. Right yeah, right on. I guess it's more to me like it makes me infuriated because you know that if that were us, that would not Hell be able nah. to happen. Hell no. Nah. Especially seeing the pictures from the Black Lives Matter protests and how they were on the Capitol, like just soldiers just yep. lined up row after row. Uh, but for them, they're able to get inside. Mm -hmm. That's that's the part that pisses me off because I'm just like, we can't even protest just that our lives matter. Right. Mm -hmm. We're not even trying to get in the Capitol. We're not even trying to do all that. But they was ready with guns and everything. Yeah. But for them, somehow they just got through. Yeah. That I mean that that pisses me off. I'm sorry. Like. <laughs> and then, and then uh, the message behind the, the two different protests, right? Like we we out here marching, getting to the point where we feel like we got to burn up buildings, break into stuff because we dying. Like right. We're, we're getting killed. Right. They came to the Capitol like, hey, our president didn't get picked, so we. <laughs> We running up in this thing, you right. know what I'm saying? I'm like, like, who does that? Like, yes, yeah, it's, it's it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy what we living in, you know. I mean, it's happening all over the world, though. This is not just we do. I don't know. Maybe we're surprised because it's happening in America, but yeah, you know, people been doing this all all over the world for mm -hmm. for years. You know, governments have been overthrown. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, that's just that's just it's just history repeating itself. It's not a surprise yeah. and. It's, yeah, I can see why people can be upset about the double standard, but guess what? We're human, and how many other double standards do we that exist? That's right. So, so just <laughs> I, I just I just I just take it out of the book of the four agreements, and I don't take nothing personal. I don't feel like that's about me. Mm. 
that's something about you. That ain't mm-hmm. that ain't about me. You know, if I cut somebody off in traffic and they going off, you that, you don't even know me. So I can't, how can I take it personal? You know, mm-hmm. but we do so much. We see right. things that don't even ain't got no relation, but we take mm-hmm. it personal. Like you don't know right. that man. I don't know that's that right. man. That's right. And including the people who storm, they taking it personal. Like it's about them. They don't know you. Mm-hmm. Matter right. of fact. I was saying like you didn't see any rich white people out there you know right. those are t- truly c- Trump's colleagues right. Trump don't care about y'all you know y'all just y'all like hooligans y'all just like right. you know <laughs> minions yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know like pawns you know right, exactly. but y'all y'all don't you know so anyways it's just once again it's yeah I can see what people can be upset by, about the double standard but that's all it is is a double standard and there's Double standards are never going to end. Bias is never going to end. As black people, you know, let's be honest, we treat white people different than we treat black people. We do it too, right. you know. And it's interesting that I always say, hey, you know, everybody's fighting for their people. Mm-hmm. If you white, you're going to fight for white people. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that's, they can't, you know what I'm saying? Right. They can't fight for their philosophy. Uh, but, you know, because they don't match ours or whatever the case may be. But right. as black people, we fighting for who? Black people. Right. And so it's, everybody's fighting for their kind. So understanding that It's like okay You know That's just what you're doing You're fighting for your philosophy I mean I don't take it personal I don't have to agree But I can understand Yeah Yeah Do what you need to do Right Yeah I mean Oh okay I'm gonna leave it at that I'm gonna leave it at that Cause I like that I like that Um, So It's a new year And For Let's Keep It Real This week I wanted to talk about motivation and specifically not just for the listeners, but for me myself, mm-hmm. like how to find that motivation. Because like I said earlier, like I haven't been feeling motivated. I've been feeling kind of burnt out and I've been feeling that way for, I would say the past two months. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to work out of that because there are things that I want to accomplish this year. Mm-hmm. And the attitude that I have, I'm just not, I'm not seeing it happen with the attitude that I have, That's if that mean, makes yeah. sense. How you're approaching it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Keith, good news, has a morning show on Monday and Wednesdays. Yeah, top of the morning. And I was listening to it this week because I really was looking for some motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to ask you, like, how did you come up with that concept for that show? Uh, top of the morning yeah uh well it wasn't always that i had a you know i've changed my show platform i used to talk about hot topics and current events i used to do the whole i used to do that you know um but when i first started in 2015 um my first show was because i was trying to get into this element of life coaching i got my master's degree and i'm like okay i've got a pretty good knack for this so uh, as I was like, you know, going to people and being so invested in their lives, and they, I'm like, this is too much yeah. <laughs> to be. I got my own problems, you know. Right, so, exactly. um, I said, well, you know, I'll just create something, a little platform, do a little 30 minute show in my bedroom. I had no mics, you know, I just called it on my phone. And mm-hmm. I did a 30 minute show and it was terrible, but people listen. <laughs> and when I say it was terrible, <laughs> the content was good, but I didn't have no personality. I didn't, yeah. I, I wasn't yeah. who I yeah. am now. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, it was just raw, but right. I was still trying to do it. So mm-hmm. that's what started it. And then over time, um, I went through, like I said, a bunch of different ways of finding myself on the mic over mm-hmm. the years. And I found myself back to that and which I originally started. And that's when I realized, like, this is what I was this is what I was supposed to be in the first place. Uh, okay. And uh, yeah, and I just now have built my character. I know 
you know, obviously I have way more experience. So right, that's yeah, how you, you definitely sound very experienced on your show. And I, one thing I like about your show, I it's kind of funny, but I like it. It's like you be screaming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my thing. <laughs> and I'm like, but you're trying to wake the people up, Absolutely. so I get it. Absolutely. I get it. You got to scream to like get your point across. Yeah. Um, but it it just shows how passionate you are yeah. about what you're yeah. doing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I definitely like that. Um. You said you started Good News. When did you start Good News? Um, the Good News. Well, which part? Uh, at first, it was just it was a show um, that I started in my dad's basement, and oh, okay. it was a Good News radio show, and I was just doing that dolo, you know. Uh, and then over time, you know, I, I grew and I kind of outgrew the fishbowl, and a lot of people start kind of coming to me for advice and help, and I'm like, well, I can, maybe I can, yeah, you know, maybe make a platform for everybody right. that's coming to me, anyways. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when the idea of opening up, you know, our first station started, you know, and I was like, we're going to get out the house. I promise we're going to get out the basement. And we did. Yeah. Which wow. was like crazy. How yeah. many people you had rocking with you from when, when you first started? When I first started, it was just me. So, I mean, kind of the story goes, you know, 2015, I was in my bedroom, mm-hmm. you know, uh, late 2015. I I, 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 developed, I got a mentor from the social hour and he so happened to be the owner of that station. But I thought he just had a show. Mm-hmm. And I remember telling him, hey, if you let me hang out with you, I'll clean, a, I'll clean your studio once a week. He was like, all right, show Tuesday. And, um, you know, he let me develop character on his show. Mm-hmm. And um, I just kept going. And I was doing that once a week. And I was like, I need more. Right. Like, I need to I need to fail faster, as we were yeah. talking about. I need to get, yeah. I need to help and develop. Yeah. Right. So, I, like, I got to do my own thing. So, I went mm-hmm. invested in some equipment. And it's like, you know, now 2016. And I went, and my, dad's, my dad was like, yo, I want to build a little studio down here. So, he was like, all right, you know, let's do it. So, uh, we did that. And. Okay. I did. I was a one man show, and uh, I grew a team over time. And we were still at that little basement, probably like literally thirty square feet of space. Mm-hmm. Wow! And I had a team of six people, mm-hmm. and it, people start coming knocking on my door, wanting to watch the show live. Uh, yeah. We had developed a cool thing of actually doing live shows in remote areas. So, okay. and yeah. we were throwing live shows too. Like, yo, when we sold out our first show, I knew we was we was on. Like, yeah. just, right? Yeah. Like, yo, we had. We had a hundred tickets and we sold them all. Everybody came to watch our show live. Like it was crazy. Uh, Andy Milanakis came through, like Welvin. Wow. I mean, it was crazy. That's so um I knew we had something and I just knew, mm-hmm. all right, we gotta get out this basement. Mm-hmm. And at that time, that's when I knew it was time to uh, you know, grow into a station. And right. We did, and um I had to end that actual show, which was very painful. Oh, oh yeah. the original I, show. Yeah, because yeah. I had to the, the station had to to be separate from the show like everybody's used to it right and i remember telling me i was like why you quit radio i was like, i ain't quit radio i just stopped that show you know and right. i but i was off the air for six months i didn't do no radio and oh, i just wow. built and i just worked on all the shows and personalities we had I helped them develop mm-hmm. and then uh when i did come back to the uh to uh the air it was called monday morning at first oh, i was okay. just doing it monday and i was like okay. nah i need more mm-hmm. i need right. to do this twice a week yeah and then top of the morning came and that's that's where we are now yeah. So wow. that's how we got it, anyways. Wow. Yeah. Hey, so let, let, oh, let me ask you, keep uh, when you first when you first got started, take us take us through the losses, take us through the, the failures that you was going through because I think mm-hmm. that's really important um, for for young entrepreneurs out there. Like they only see the glitz and the glamour when they're looking at successful people on the media, right? Yeah. Right. But you got to understand the the background of that. You know what what how did people get there yeah it ain't just like it happened overnight right? right no no this is uh you know we have two stations now um and this is you know from me starting out of my bedroom five years but as a building working as a network mm-hmm. it's only been three mm-hmm. you know we've like 
starting late 2017 yeah. is when we opened the station. But I think some of the big things it was realizing the risk factor. Mm. You got to take the risk, and I think that we want safe bets. Yep. And I remember when opening the first studio, my mom had to let me borrow. She, my mom let me borrow a thousand dollars. I needed it. I didn't have the money. Cause I needed equipment, everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, mind you, I'm working as a substitute teacher. And I ain't getting paid like that, you know? right? Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, my dad let me. I was paying rent. Well, I was living with him by the time. He let me skip out on rent. He was like, "Yo, this is my. You know, I'm gonna help you. Don't worry about the rent. This more. Put it. Put it." So my parents gave me the confidence that yeah. okay, they taking a risk too, right? Uh-huh. But I remember, man, open that for I had eight dollars left in my account, mm. and. I remember, I, heard, I swear, I swear, I never forget it. I never, because I, I remember showing my girlfriend the receipt of my bank. I said, look it, this $8, I want you to see this so you can be a testament to one day. I said, yo, this is what I had left. This is what I, I risked every, I mean, I risked everything. Yeah. Right. You know, um, and that's what it was. And it worked though. It was yeah. worth the risk. So, it, I mean, there's, there's a lot of tragedies trines but i think yeah. the biggest thing just to you know get through it is just you got to be willing to take the risk right and if you bet small you win small mm. and i think that you know you only get a handful of wins it's a mm-hmm. gang of losses yep. but a handful of wins yep. and you can play as many times as you want mm-hmm. there's no there's unlimited times to fail or unlimited time. so i just you know recognize like look i have to play bigger if i want to win bigger mm-hmm. right. um because you know, I want to. If I lose, that's fine. I'll, I'll learn the lesson, like we talked yeah. about earlier. But yeah. hey, man, if I win, <laughs> I'll win big. So, All right. Um, that was the idea. Just I was, any entrepreneur out there, anybody, not even entrepreneur, just bet big. Yeah. And just bet big. That's that's really it. Bet big. You gotta bet big. I like that. Mm. I like that. Yeah, I like that too. And I like how your parents believed in you. You know, as much as yeah, you I, believe- I have to convince them. Oh, okay, well, well, <laughs> right. you got them. You got them. I did, I did a little convincing. Yeah, yeah a little that's, convincing, that's, but it works. That's beautiful. That's yeah. beautiful. So the main topic today is motivation. Mm-hmm. How to stay motivated in a pandemic? Um, personally, this is for myself. Cause I went to therapy this week and I was asking my therapist, like, you know, I don't feel like doing anything. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know how to stay motivated. And she was like, yeah, that's a good thing. Like, do you have any advice? And I'm thinking, I'm I'm here to ask you. Like, (laughs) (laughs) and I was like, well, I'm talking about it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I'm talking about it on my podcast. And she was like, okay, what did they say? I was like, (laughs) I haven't recorded it yet, but um, I'm not therapy. You just ask a bunch of questions. (laughs) Right. Yeah. She just turned it back on me. But, um, yeah, that's the main reason why I wanted this. And, you know, I guess it's kind of cliche, but people have New Year's resolutions. Mm -hmm. And I was looking up that only 8% of people actually carry out their New Year's resolution. Mm -hmm. Most people stop around like the middle of January. So how do people get out of their own way and, you know, stick to their resolutions, stick to their goals, Mm -hmm. especially in the pandemic where we don't have the same, I guess, privileges or, or yep. abilities to do things that we were doing in the past. Yep. Um, so, you got you guys. You got I, I think even the, the way you, the, what you said at the end is, they think that's the first part. Like, don't look at nothing as a disadvantage. Mm, okay. Look at everything as an opportunity. Like, there's no disadvantages. There's only advantages. Yeah, we don't have white privilege, but we do have black privilege, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, there is something for you you know it, it, it i think that we don't look at things as a blank canvas we feel like it has to be this straight path not realizing that it's 
truly not about uh, the result. Mm-hmm. Like we were, you know, um, we were talking earlier. It's not about the result. It's truly about the process. So yeah. when I made a decision that I was going to do this, I remember saying like, okay, what am I going to grow in? Not not like, like what am I going to become, but what am I going to grow in? I know whatever I do, I'm going to grow in. Mm-hmm. So what am I going to grow in? What is going to be my process? What process do I want to take? What journey do I yeah. want to take? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think that's really the first step. Don't look at nothing as a disadvantage. Just like, oh, I can't go this way. All right, for sure. I'm going to go this way. Mm-hmm. Or oh, I can't go this way. Neither. Okay, well, I'm going to go this way. Like, automatically just be like, I know I'm going to get there, so I ain't really tripping mm. on any barrier. So take those, anything that you think you can't do, take that away immediately. Mm. Anything you think that's slowing you down, don't create barriers that don't exist yet. Yeah, because mm. that, that's that's the, like, negative self-talk that, that yes, you sir. can get into that. Um, but I would say, I would say that you got to, don't all right so people had these crazy outlandish new year's resolutions like you know and they expect them to just happen time when they start working towards whatever the goal is so oh i'm gonna work out i'm about to shed 30 pounds i'm gonna mm-hmm. be fit i'm a female i'm gonna be slim thick mm-hmm. Dudes, I, i'm gonna be you know i got right. six pack I'm trying, pocket, to get the right? I'm trying to get the six pack in there i even fell victim to it myself i'm like yeah, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get the i'm gonna get the six pack popping two days later i'm in the mirror like okay Ain't nothing happening. But why am I looking in the mirror after two days and yeah. I'm call, saying, and yeah. my goal is to get a six pack? Right. It's not going to come in two days, right? Right. So yeah. you got to understand what your goal, whatever you write yeah. down. And that's the first thing write your goals down, write your manifestations down, put yeah. it down on paper, write your intention, tell your intention to the universe yeah. mm-hmm. so that you can receive it, right? But you got to understand what exactly it is that you're asking for and how much work that you got to put into what yeah. it is that you're asking right. for. Yeah. You can write some little goals down. I want to go to the store. All right, make that your goal and check it right. off your list, you know. Uh-huh. But if you really gonna write something down that you got to put some work into, then you should understand the process of that. How long it's gonna take? Break, yeah. You got to break some of these goals. We have to break them down even further. Yeah. Right. right. So if yeah. your goal is to get a six pack, all right. Well, start with me, a two pack. Start with. Now a I can pack. get a two pack. <laughs> let, me, let me commit. Let me commit just one week to yeah. the gym. Let me see if mm-hmm. I can go to the gym three days out the right week on. first. Yeah. All right, I did that. All right, yes. let me see if I can go two weeks. Yeah. All right, Man. well, oh, I went two That's weeks. Real. All right, let me look at the results from going two weeks. Oh, I shed it like two, three pounds. Okay, yeah. this is working. Yeah. Right? right. So you gotta, we got these big goals that we're trying to accomplish, and uh-huh. I, I'm all for dreaming big, mm-hmm. but we gotta understand that there's so much more that goes into those yeah. big dreams, yeah. those big goals, other than mm-hmm. just saying that you're gonna do yeah. it. And right. that's, that's why you see only eight percent of people, you know, actually achieving their resolutions. Mm-hmm. Because right. We we shooting too big without even trying to you know right. understand what it, what it is that we asking for. Yeah, you right about yeah, that. Yeah, that's that's some good advice because shooting in the dark. Yeah, well, yeah. when shooting I work with when I work with my clients and a lot of them you know have depression and one of the um, symptoms of depression is lack of motivation. Mm-hmm. So when they're trying to achieve some type of goal, mostly it's around school. Yep. I try yep. to break it down gotcha. like step by step. Yeah. Like instead of just saying, oh, I want to get all A's or I want to, you mm-hmm. know, raise my grades. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, okay, how do you want to raise your grades? Let's focus on one class at a time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The next class that you do are you gonna pay attention in class first are you gonna try to write notes Mm -hmm. okay then once you try to write notes can you do the assignment after you do that can you study for the test like i try to break it down like Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. and it's it's just funny because i don't take my own advice (laughs) because i i tell this to the kids you know trying to help them but i don't do that for myself and i i get caught up in that 
you know, setting the goals but not breaking it down enough. Yep. And I'll have these big ideas and big goals in my head, but I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, you need to break it down. How are you going to get there yeah. mm-hmm. step by step? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, yeah, interesting because I use it in therapy with yeah. other people. I, but And I, I, the funny thing, like when you say your therapist is asking you questions, I'm like, actually, that's actually the right way to go because mm-hmm. um, I, I read a book called Conversations with God. It was dope as hell. Uh-huh. And, and it was like you know like you already know what you should do actually like most of the time like we already know the answer sometimes yeah. we got to be reminded yep. right yep. but like we can sit here and talk today and everything that we say everything that i say everything you say you're gonna be like we all heard this before it's mm-hmm. nothing is new under the sun right, right. yeah so we it's a lot of times it's just being reminded so mm-hmm. it's just we know what to do it's just you know it's the action it's just mm-hmm. that it's the action like you say, okay, I'm not motivated to do work. Well, do your work unmotivated, you know, and then mm-hmm. see and see what that turns into. Like, force yourself to do it over a couple of days, and it requires force mm-hmm. a lot of times. You're not motivated to get up every day, no matter what you do. You're not motivated to do every day. LeBron James is not motivated to play basketball every single game. Right, like he's not. That's just this is reality. Exactly. I don't feel good. I'm having family issues. Right, like whatever the case is. Like I don't feel like it. Think Kyrie, uh, was it Kyrie Irving the other day? They was on his case because he yeah. said I didn't want to play and he didn't show up to the game. Mm-hmm. And wow, yeah, he's I don't I, I don't and he's I'm dealing with some personal stuff. I don't want to play. Mm. I what are you going to say? I get it, you right. know. So um, that's why I also said enjoy it. Like you're not out of norm, right? You know, nobody's out of norm when they're not motivated. That's mm-hmm. part of the process too. And I think having the confidence that. I've been there's been time I haven't been motivated mm-hmm. and I was even I had some shows where I came in and said I'm unmotivated y'all mm-hmm. right now so I'm trying to figure out how to get myself yeah keep good news unmotivated I have days like this mm-hmm. but realize like I know they're going to end though I know who I am I know I'm about to get back on it I'm just guess I just gotta go through this right now right so you know mm, I guess I never looked at it that way um up and downs it's up yeah. and downs it's not a it's up and downs it's a roller coaster right Definitely. It's a roller coaster. I wanted to ask you guys too about the power of your thoughts. And I know just personally and in my work, people don't understand or realize that like negative self-talk and talking to yourself, like being down on yourself Mm -hmm. and telling yourself like you can't do it or you're not going to do it. You're not going to be this. You're not going to be that. Like it's very powerful. But also on the flip side, if you talk positively to yourself or say affirmations every morning, like it has the power to change, you know, who you are as a person. So I wanted to ask you guys, have you guys ever dealt with that? And, um, have you ever gotten out of that as mm-hmm. far as like having to tell yourself those affirmations even when you don't believe it? I feel that. You know, um, CBT therapy, right? It yeah. It tries to right. the emotion or the thought, the thought first. It's yeah. all that initial thought, how you think about the situation that you're getting into, which, you know, alters your behavior and your actions. Right. And, you know, what yeah. you're doing in that situation. So it, it really, it really... Uh, it's real right because the brain it's so crazy the brain does so much you bringing in so much information all day you're you're seeing so much different things that you don't even understand how much stuff that you're actually processing but once you actually take this take the time to intentionally process stuff right Mm -hmm. intentionally process positive thoughts Mm -hmm. intentionally tell yourself i'm gonna succeed in xyz whatever Mm -hmm. it is that i'm doing you're gonna start to see yourself going down a different road 
to whereas if you ain't even thinking about it because if you ain't thinking about it then there's a chance for those negative thoughts to right because there's so many negative stimulus in the world so many yeah. negative things that we got we, we look at we can see on a daily basis so it's easy for negativity to be fed into your mind and into your brain right. unconsciously without you even knowing mm-hmm. you don't see too much well there's a lot of things that are positive in the world there are a lot right. of things that are beautiful about the world but it's not glorified right uh-huh. only the negative things are really glorified so you yeah. have to you have to push that positivity into your life yourself mm-hmm. it's, that's 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 the work that you got to do yourself and you know the core people you got around you should have some positive people around you too mm-hmm. but for the most part it's on you it's on mm-hmm. you to tell yourself you can do it you can right. make it I yeah. got this because at the end of the day who who, who who you go to sleep with yourself Right. who you dreaming with yourself right? right so if you ain't telling yourself what you gotta do if you ain't telling yourself to think positive if you ain't telling yourself I can succeed mm-hmm. I will succeed you, you gonna you, you know you gonna find yourself falling short yeah yeah um I can say you are who you're around. Yep. Like your circle, I think a lot of times we try to uh, make our environment a product of us and not realizing that within our process we become a product of our environment. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we try to, we don't, we actually are afraid to be around people who are better than us or smarter than us because because now we don't have that same impact, you know. Right. It's kind of like if you take, I always say like You could take the, the hood is dude You put him in the middle Of Beverly Hills He's gonna be uncomfortable Right You know what I'm saying Ain't nothing yeah. gonna happen to him But he don't He's uncomfortable I don't have no power here You know Right So yeah. um, I think that We gotta continue to make Keep ourselves uncomfortable mm-hmm. Comfort is the Comfort is the tool of the devil Let me just say that mm-hmm. Comfort It stops you from thinking It stops you from growing it stops you from expanding It keeps you where you are Comfort is Dangerous It's a disease mm. So if you find yourself Comfortable then you know you need to make yourself do things to make yourself uncomfortable. And uh, second thing, you are who you think you are. Like whoever you think you, if you say I'm a shy person, then you are. Yeah. Mm. And so my mentor used to say, Keith, what would you do if you were a boulder? How would you act? Now, I just act like that. Just do what that person would do. Mm-hmm. If you were, um, if you had more faith in yourself, how would you? What would you do? How would your actions look? And just do the actions anyway. If you have more faith than you, just do the actions yeah. as if you did. Act as if 